0: That's going to be true for a lot of teams, and so I'm not going to say that the Red Sox might not have a chance to pull a sneaky on me, they do, any team does right now, so I am thrilled for you that the Red Sox look like they're doing good, but oh my gosh, have you seen the Giants?
1: Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Georgie. I'm Ross. And you're listening to uh, probably the comeback episode of the 40K podcast. We haven't done one in a while. I think we did one like a month ago where we were like, okay, let's do it. We're back. We're going to do a preview episode for the year. And then things things happened and... We were not able to post that one. So here we are, uh, 13 days into the season. Uh, we finally decided that it's time to come out of our shelves and record something and restart the podcast. So, Ross, how are we feeling? How are you doing? Where are you at? Give us yeah. the, the deets on, on what's up with you.
0: All right. Um uh...
1: God is good.
0: It's always the start. Let's probably start with that. Um, is there anything else that I feel like is most important? Um, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I'm transitioning to the United States still. It's I've been here for since January, basically. So, it's gonna is basically always gonna be continuous transition. It's different than Scopia. It's different than everything else. So, uh yeah that's what i'm that's basically what
1: i'm in the main thing i'm doing right now nice that's good Yo. yeah it is much different than where i'm at right now i mean you're the u.s enjoying the nice weather and everything mm-hmm. in yeah. and yeah florida and me i'm it is right now 2 a.m in the morning uh Skopje, macedonia or mm-hmm. north macedonia depends how you want we don't to call need it. to talk about
0: that no we don't just just keep yeah. Good
1: talking yeah <laughs> no well i mean for those that are listening you know that don't know i, I just wanted to say it um because yeah. i don't think any macedonian would listen to us right now so i think That's we're coming from that That's side true. you know yeah, well, I guess uh, it's very
0: specific. Yeah,
1: very doubtful that Macedonians will listen to podcasts. And I think I'm one of the only ones that watches baseball. So mm. we'll try to change that. But yes, at the moment, I think that's a pretty accurate statement.
0: Yeah, Our main audience isn't just a ton of Macedonian uh, millennials.
1: Not yet. Not yet. Hey, We're working on it. We're working on it. But yeah, so this podcast, if you're first time listening, we're going to, well, we try to talk baseball. We try to kind of offer a different perspective on it. Uh, I mean, Ross and I, different backgrounds for sure, but we try to uh, chime in and give our uh, not so expert opinions uh, mm. just what we see and yeah. how we feel about it i'll definitely be talking more about how does it feel to be uh, sort of an outsider someone from totally the different you know different part of the world uh watching baseball and, and soaking that all in and yeah. ross is going to give us uh, more of the it's an American experience yeah ins and outs of baseball like oh. how do you see it and all that kind of stuff because yeah. I think you're you're the person who knows a lot more about baseball than I do like just the regular stuff Um uh, fundamentals yeah
0: no I mean baseball's a passion bro it's it's not it's not a as I say in our generation it's not a it's not just a choice it's a lifestyle there you go
1: yeah, no cap there. No cap at all. Just keeping it in real. Yeah, I, I probably yeah. It it is very interesting, all the slangs and everything. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna try to do it every week. We're gonna try to uh, bring some guests on as well as people yeah. that we know, people that we want to hear from. Uh, we try. We're gonna try to make it interesting. So we'll see how it goes. So uh, sure. here we go. I mean, as I said, today – well, right now it's April 13th for me. It's April 12th for Ross. Correct. Because uh, yeah. of all the time difference that uh, it is happening. Yep. Uh, but almost two weeks in, how are we feeling about the season, Ross?
0: Uh, I, I mean, baseball is back. I mean, how can you – not say baseball's like not back after like a no hitter players are starting out hot. I mean, Francisco Lindor is smiling. I mean, this is like, like this is baseball. And so it is sunny that, I mean, spring day games are literally probably the best thing ever. I'm not, I can't even watch them now. Cause I'm in America and I
1: can't watch school. I have school and things like that, but still, Dude. You have no idea how much I love, like, I understand that day games for an American would be a hustle and you kind of have to like base your whole day around them and kind of be like, okay, I don't have time to watch baseball right now. I have work, I have school, as you said, but like for me, and I think for everyone that's outside the U.S., that is uh, different time zones and, and all that kind of stuff. Day games are the best thing ever. And like yeah. today, uh, the the Minnesota Twins and the Red Sox were supposed to play an early game because of everything that's happening in Minnesota right now. And they were supposed to do that for the four days straight. And when I saw that, I was so happy because I would have I would have a chance to watch my favorite team play four four days straight games in like prime time. You know, soccer prime time slots, and then 10 minutes before the game today, it was like, okay, the game suspended, postponed. And I'm like, come on, now I have to find something else to do. Because yeah. on top of everything, we have a curfew here until eight A eight PM. So I can't really do anything. I'm at home. Um, uh, but Good thing I, you know, I could prepare for the podcast, so that was I had more time for that. But yeah, day games, and and for those listening that have, you know, uh, don't have this experience, but those are the best thing for any European fan. And yeah. I've been, you know, opening weeks. There's always more day games than usual than there would be in the regular season. You know, come June, July, August. So I I'm loving this. I I feel super excited about whatever's happening in, in the sport of baseball. And I mean, maybe this is a hot take, and I I might save it for later. But I think I mean the sport has not been more exciting in a long time. I mean, that, I mean you kind of yeah. alluded to it, but like I feel like we have superstars that are popping off. We have. Yeah pitching that's 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 pretty pretty good and i mean we got some stories that we're gonna go into but have been so good just to follow and yeah. i think first the first one comes from the white Sox. oh yeah oh and, yeah and yermin mercedes oh I'm yeah probably butchering his name but man so Apart from watching the Red Sox every game, I've been able to watch the White Sox most of the games, and I'm just like, super excited for this guy,
0: yeah, I mean, it's kinda of hard when you to like make your major league debut I mean like there's the nerves, there's family watching, there's everything like that. But, you know, when you start your, like, season starting 8 for 8 and you win player of the week and you hit a couple bombs, maybe one that's 485 feet to deep left center that barely stayed in Chicago, I mean, you know, I would say it's been a pretty good week for and Mercedes. How about you?
1: Man, I – for those that live under a rock and don't know what he's done, I Mm. mean – just go google it jeremy is uh the dude is unbelievable i mean one thing that really got me excited about him was just reading about his path to the mlb like yeah. the the thing i have in front of me is like 2011 to 2013 he was you know very low ball, not even like uh, a single A. Then 2014, he was at the like, at the Pecos League. It's the uh, the lowest possible professional league in organized baseball in the U.S. After that, a year later, he was signed by the Orioles. 2017, he was minor league rule five pick by the White Sox. In 2019, he has uh, nine, yeah, 968 OPS across AA and A, And then last year, he's really good in spring training. And then this year, I mean, he is having a monster start of the season. Uh, no one can... I mean, I think when I was watching this... Too, first two games because i did watch them both of them when he uh he was just super crazy at bats and uh, he didn't hit anything like literally eight in a row uh it was it was so exciting um i think it was funny i was um listening and kind of like following uh the, the story more closely after that first game where he went five for five um uh, then he was not supposed to play the next day because what uh la Russa and the White Sox are doing were doing is giving everyone a chance at that DH slot, which Mercedes is. And but like how do you not play him after that first you know start of the of of his career. So He's been in the in in the in that DH lot ever since. Like, maybe he has had some uh, some games where someone else covered him, but like after that five or five at the beginning, he's just integral part of the White Sox.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to like join the White Sox and just all of a sudden just be like one of the stars. I mean. This is already a packed roster, even with the loss of Eloy Jimenez. I mean, it's it's a it's a fantastic rotation, fantastic lineup. And again, Tony La Russa hasn't done much to mess it up so far. So I mean, it's it's pretty good when you get a Hall of Fame manager.
1: And I would say, I mean, he is like, I'm loving how he's handling the pitching the pitching rotation, and especially with the relievers. So it's like I would say they might have like one of the best rotations in the league with yeah uh, you know, having Giolito, who is you know, unbelievable these past few years, having Lance Lynn, Hecole. Uh, and some of the other guys on on, on that, you know, that start, starting rotation. But then giving Kopak and Crochet being his long relievers to start the season with, and I mean, I'm guessing uh, Michael Kopak will become a starter by the end of the season. But it's like how he's handling everything. Now, granted, they've had some blown saves and – and some mishandlings of closing uh jobs especially Hendricks and he hasn't had the best start of of his White Sox career but like how everything is working out I'm kind of liking it for for the White Sox fans
0: yeah I mean it's a good time to be a White Sox fan don't want to be on the the north side am I right
1: oh man the the Cubs do we want to even talk about the Cubs I mean, no, I'm sorry, Cubs fans. But... I don't.
0: I don't even follow the Cubs. I had a Cubs player like for my fantasy roster. Goodbye, Ian Happ. Now, so I mean, yeah. just, just I'm sure once once they start heating up, they'll heat up. But they're they're ice cold.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the best thing about about them, I would say, is that they had a game where Brian Baez, and who was it, uh, Contreras, all hit homers. That has not happened since like 2017 or 18. So it's like that's good. I mean, they're not playing that bad, but overall they're 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 not good. They're not very good. Um, so let's not let's not waste a lot of time on them. I think that sounds good. We got we got a full year. Hopefully they'll they'll pick it up. Um yeah. but Apart from, apart from what's happening in Chicago, uh, man, how about that no hitter in in, in in with the Padres, the first ever in their history?
0: I mean, good for them, bro. I mean, again, it's against the Rangers, I mean, but that should not take away anything from pitching a no hitter, ever. Uh, so, I mean, it would have been great for them to pitch it in San Diego, but it didn't they just got all 27 outs in Texas and they've got the first no-hitter in franchise history. Joe Musgrove, the hometown kid, well, not technically hometowns but I mean San Diego no. fan growing up, native to the area, gets traded there, couple starts in just pitches a dynamite game. So, I am excited about this Padres team even without Fernando Tatis, it's a, like a nasty blow. I don't like saying that. It I was po- almost like, why should I say that? But yes, I am. It's, a, it's still going to be a fun team to watch, but Fernando Tatis being gone for a bit n- does not feel very fun.
1: No, not at all. And I think talking about Musgrove's no-hitter game, I mean, like my first reaction to the entire story, as you said, like home – You know, home kid grew up rooting for the Padres, you know, being traded there. I mean, he's their, like, fifth guy in the rotation, which is the craziest thing. Because there's, like, so many other good pitchers they have in front of him. He is awesome, too. So, it's like, is there anyone better? Um, But, like, my first initial reaction, and I think I shared that on my, like, Instagram story or whatever, Mm-hmm. Um it was like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? You know, the famous line that Billy Bean had in Moneyball is like, this is it, like this is why we watch baseball. This is why we're I mean, for me, why I'm awake right now at 2 a.m. talking to you while uh checking up on this the the games that are going on right now. And it's yeah. like this is it. And I I mean it's and I mean. He's going to the Cooperstown, man. Uh, it's the first ever in Padres history. It's it's good to be. I mean, if it was good to be a White Sox fan, it is very good to be a Padres fan right now. Yeah, um, I'd say. Granted, Tatis is out for a little while. They're in the same division with the Dodgers. And I know you don't want to talk about the Dodgers, but, nope. you know. It is. It is a reality. So it's like that could maybe be tricky, but I mean, they're they're probably the funniest, like the funnest team to watch this year. Maybe
0: the the Padres, the Dodgers, the Padres. OK, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I, I think I, I can agree with that. the The Padres are a lot of fun to watch when Atlanta starts getting hot again. They'll be fun to watch um i mean i mean let me think uh that's mostly uh, like those those teams that i really enjoy watching at least right now because they just have a vibrant young core like those two teams are just jam-packed where it's like they barely have like have enough room for another 20 year old on their roster where it's like they just have so many people deep i'm still waiting for the padres to call up mackenzie gore who's been ranked as one of the top prospects for like three or four or five years now just because he 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 got drafted at 18 and now he's almost ready to go to the majors so i mean it's hard to fit another young person on the white Sox, on the on the padres on the braves those are like the three youngest teams right now I, i maybe i'm wrong in terms of average but i feel like those are three of the youngest
1: no, I think I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right and and partially the reason why I believe that right now baseball is 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 ex, as exciting as it has ever been. It's because of that. Like you have guys like Acuña, you have Soto, you have Tatis, I mean Trout, I mean why like why are we forgetting the, the Angels and the Trout and their start? It's yeah. like it is very, very exciting to watch. And if someone's becoming a uh, someone is becoming a baseball fan right now, they're in a good place. Uh, right. this is, I mean, there's just so many things that are happening every single night. And like even we're recording right now, some of the games have not even started for the day. And after this is done, I'm sure there's going to be something crazy that happens again. Uh, yeah. Like last night we had that crazy thing. This is not that great for the league, but it's like, it is still, you know, people talk about was, was it safe or not? Were the Phillies, you know, pushed a little bit by the umpires and the, and the review, and the review crew and the Braves were a little bit, uh, or like, yeah, the Braves should have won. Uh, Yeah. It's like, there's so many things happening every night, and it that's you know best uh, it is the best time to be a baseball fan and I will i mean, you might be I had like as a third thing after the White Sox and the Padres. I do have the Red Sox, and I think like we should talk about them uh last year, they were terrible, and the first three games they were looking like the 2020 Red Sox. But man, the past 6 day, well, 6 games cuz we didn't have um all the 6 uh, days, 6 games in the 6 days. The Red Sox are good, man. The Red Sox, I, I don't know how much you you got to see it, but like J D
0: Martinez is good. J
1: D Martinez is good. J D Mart. I think this is finally his team. You know, it was like Bets was on when Betts was on the team, it was Betts' team. Last year, it was no one's team. Everyone it was, was
0: Xander's good. team. If anyone,
1: yeah, I mean Xander's always been good, and that's the best thing about Xander Bogarts. He has not yeah. had a down year. He has not had a down a game. He's always consistent, but. My like JD and I'm pulling up his stats from from last year. He had abysmal year last year, and some of that it was because of some some of the changes, you know, with the not being able to use video, which was he's pretty good on like pretty big on that, like he's very analytical on that side. But like he had, you know, batting average of two two thirteen, and for for a professional hitter like JD, that's, I mean, that's his, I mean, yeah, that's his worst ever. Yeah. Which is why when he starts the season the way he starts it, uh, with just, the, yeah, he has, I'm looking at the stats right now. I don't want to, I don't know what to say first. He has like 17 hits well for our extra base hits he literally has only like yeah out of those 17 he only has like five that are singles and then the rest of them are doubles and, and home runs it was like every you know every other and his his ops right now is 1583 so it's like he is having one hell of a start uh, the pitching is good too. Like Pivetta has two great starts, two wins. Hauk had a great start. I mean, Garrett Whitlock is a great reliever that we stole from the Yankees last year. And Matt Barnes might be the best closer in the league. That's a lot of What else of do you picks. want? That's oh, oh of- wait. And Christian Vasquez is on fire. Okay. Sure.
0: Sure. Just go ahead and think. How long is they're gonna keep that up? You play in a hard division. You're not gonna be able to keep this up, my friend.
1: We're number one, though. We're we're in first place in, in AL East. The Red Sox are are first. We've had some, I mean, we didn't, well, we did play two series against the Orioles. We got swept the first one and then swept swept them the second one. But you like know. beating beating and sweeping the the American League champions from last year, uh, the race, I think it's a good sign that the Red Sox are not going to be, well, I'll just say this. The Red Sox are not going to win the World Series probably. Or at least I am not gonna say right now the Red Sox are the best team in the league. They're gonna win the World Series, but they're gonna be good. I I think they're they're good candidate for the wild card uh, for the wild card um, spot. Uh, I I know that before the season, you know the Blue Jays had really good off season, so everyone's talking about them. The Rays, we know that they're good. The Yankees, you know, they're, yeah, they're always go. hype about them. So I think that's why people would look at the Red Sox and be like, oh, that just started the season. They're going to be, you know, fourth because of all these three things or and all these three teams. But when you look at it, like Red Sox lineup is pretty good. And, and especially top of the lineup is stacked. And then the rotation is looking pretty good. Or like it. Eddie Rodriguez is back. He was dealing the other night. It's like Chris Sale might be coming back. It's still early for him, but like he should be back by August. I would, I mean, there's no timetable on on his return, but like hoping August maybe just like you should not underestimate how far the Red Sox team, this this Red Sox team can go because – I mean we've added some versatile guys who can play everywhere. You know, KK, Myrvin Gonzalez, uh, you know, Frankie Cordero. He can hit like we saw it. it. It it's been like I think they can they can give anyone hard time this year. And you know, they're not gonna keep on winning for sure. Like, I mean, right now that the 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 winning streak that we have I, I don't think you know we're gonna win like twenty in a row. But like I mean six and three we're two games in front of everyone of the division because everyone else has four and five. I think I think this is gonna be a good year for the Red Sox fans. And I'm just gonna enjoy it. I'm enjoying every part of it. Uh, every single thing is fun, and I was you know pretty disappointed we didn't get to watch them against the twins. I think this Twin series is gonna be interesting to watch, and we play the White Sox, so two very very good teams we'll see we'll see how good the Red Sox are against them, but the beginning of the season is very very promising,
0: yeah, I mean. <sighs> That's going to be true for a lot of teams. And so I'm not going to say that the Red Sox might not have a chance to pull a sneaky on me. They do. Any team does right now. So I am thrilled for you that the Red Sox look like they're doing good. But, oh, my gosh, have you seen the Giants? Have you seen what the Giants have been doing? Come okay, on.
1: Okay. Hey, there and 6-7-32. I've, see, I've seen some of it. I have not watched Whoa. A full Look, so game, this game, but I've seen some of it, yes. I
0: mean i t- I'm about to give you the rundown on Giants. The Giants are gonna be underrated again. I mean, we're gonna be third in our league, we're gonna beat Colorado, we're gonna be Arizona. This that's just for granted. The only problem is we have two teams. Maybe you've heard of them, Dodgers and the Padres ahead of us. So it's gonna be a battle if we want that second wild card spot because one of those teams is gonna get a wild card spot. But I mean Gosh, bro! The Giants have been coming out, and they've been playing. Buster Posey is having a fantastic comeback after taking a year off, which actually will probably be beneficial for him in the long run. Um, Evan Longoria's smoking hot. Brandon Crawford has come to play. This, this game got un, like underrated because of the Joe Musgrove's no hitter johnny Schwedo went eight and two-thirds inning he was one out away from a complete game one earned run it's 118 pitches only a, set, a couple hits he he he's back too hopefully i mean johnny Shredo can be spotty sometimes but man that looked like a good game from him uh let me see is there anyone else that i feel like I mean, we just have a really good roster. We have a smart general manager who has created a roster for us to be able to go out and compete while simultaneously being able to still rebuild to get good draft picks to make smart trades for the future. I mean, Farhan Zadie knows that right now the Giants aren't going to be the best team in the West. That is perfectly fine. The, the Rockies are in a worse spot than us. The, the Diamondbacks are in a worse spot than us. So I'm not – I'm not going to be complaining at all about how the Giants are doing or anything like that. But we look like we're, we're actually doing all right. I mean, Desclafani did great for, well, he did great for me because I picked him up Uh, and he's just been doing good. We even lost one of our like main relief pitchers, but we, we still have been doing really good. Our relief is just the only question of like whether this is going to, like maintain is this still going to be all right but i mean overall just hasn't even caught on fire yet and i really think he will is this is just looking like a really deep deeper roster than a lot of people were expecting we have a brand new face in tommy lastella who's been consistent if you just go down our roster we have a bunch of people who like are have been consistent who have been have shown that they can come to play and that just need another spot. De, Donovan Solano came last year, got a silver slugger just because he he could put the bat on the ball. I mean, I I mean I'm just going down our list. We don't even. Brendan Belt hasn't played all that much yet. We have Dubon still, and we still have like a deep young core that's still going to come up. We have uh, our catcher Joey Bar, who's hopefully going to catch up a little bit later. We have helio ramos who wants to come up soon we have uh marco luciano who i think is going to be a fantastic shortstop for the future so it's not like where the giants are just going to be the fourth or fifth team in the west maybe get a seventh draft pick overall no we're looking like we're coming to play so i'm very excited about this roster
1: no i and i think you should be i definitely like both of, uh, yeah, both of our teams are doing looking pretty good right now, and that's why we're probably going a little bit too much on those two teams right now, but hey, it's yeah. side of the season. We did not expect this i I actually expected for the Red Sox to be sneaky good, but I wasn't expecting six games six wins in a row. Uh, and I'm sure like the expectations were not there for the Giants to start this way. But like right now, um, and this is, I think, again, two weeks in the Red Sox, the Giants, and then the Reds, the Phillies, the Angels, and the Astros have all six and three record as we're recording this. And I would say, I would even add the Indians to this with five and three. I mean, they've been playing. Some really good baseball. Apart from the teams that we already mentioned, which are the White Sox, the Padres, the Dodgers, um, and some of the others, some of the other teams have been playing really good. But the teams that I just mentioned—I uh, mean, no one expected the Reds to start the way they're starting. But Castellanos is on fire. Their lineup is doing pretty good. Their rotation is is deep, like decent even with Bauer uh, not being there anymore. Uh, the Phillies are playing good. I mean, the yeah. Angels are feeling like they're finally going to make the, the postseason after, yeah. I don't know, 2010, 2011. When was the last time? Uh, and the only time they made while well, Trout is there. Uh, the Astros are looking scary again. Yep. Uh, I think they're, they're back. Um, so it's like, there is a lot of good teams that are really playing very good baseball and it is, it is very fun to watch and we're not going to cover all of it. Of course, I think we don't have the time to go uh, over every team right now, but over the course of the year, I think we'll talk about every single one of those teams. And and even the ones that I don't even have not even mentioned, like, I mean, the Brewers are playing good baseball The Cardinals, are interesting the braves are finally catching fire uh the, the past, are gonna get better. They, you know the mariners their young core is looking pretty good uh you know the twins are always good the the royals are interesting uh, i mean the yankees are having some troubles at the beginning and i'm not gonna lie i like to see that <laughs> but we know they're going to be good too. And, and the, the, the Rays, the, the Blue Jays. So there's just so many good teams right now uh, that we can absolutely go into, but uh, let's just, you know, put that all aside and be like, okay, what are some of the other stories that we want to go over in this first episode? We don't want to do it too much. Uh, what do you think? What What is something we should talk about today? Um
0: that's a good question. I I'd say just say baseball is looking like it it's it's gonna start growing again, which I think is fantastic. This is this is new this I mean like you mentioned this might be the best like uh baseball uh like growing like time for growth right now since i would say since the yankees one started with their dynasty with Derek jeter and alex rodriguez i know you may not have fond memories of that time but that's when yeah, baseball i, I was... wasn't
1: even aware about baseball back then so i'm good yeah,
0: exactly i mean it, over the past couple of years it's been on a, a decently steady decline i mean Moneyball threw a lot of people off uh so like the the Astros scandal has pushed a lot of people aside last year. The the politics last year were just not what they should have been inside of baseball, uh, and so it over the past little bit it's just been a mess. But I mean, I feel like baseball is finally taking a page out of basketball and like learning that like ver- like super teams are okay. I mean, it's okay to, like, trade for Francisco Lindor. It's okay to sign Fernando Tatis to a 14-year extension. It's okay to sign Mookie Betts to a a 10-year, 13-year extension. Like, it's okay to, like, pay your young players now because, I mean, if you look at the way contracts have been growing recently with, like, even just in sports in general with Patrick Mahomes getting that 508 million one, like, these players are going to be good. And they they got now they got big contracts and now they're staying where they are they they like where they are they're ready to play they're ready to win championships and I think that it's going to be a battle for these championships it's not going to be like the NBA right now where it just feels like Lakers versus Nets let's get to the finals already it it's this is looking like a, several teams that have have people where it's like oh man I don't know how you're going to get any of these guys out I don't know how you're going to be able to to compete with these. These look like smart players. These like hard players. These look like players who, I mean, just are ready. They're up and They're excited. They're, they're competitive. They're fired up. I mean, this is a fantastic time for baseball. So I know I probably went on a little rant there, but I mean, in terms of stories, it's been two weeks, but this is looking like it could be one of the better years in recent memory
1: yeah and i mean we've talked about some of the hitting and some of the like the the offensive uh parts of it but like the pitching is is really good too like you know the gram is looking like the greatest pitcher that's ever pitched even though the mets cannot really support him with the runs or anything else for that matter uh and, you know, Bieber is back uh, from his last, uh, last year's performance. I mentioned Giolito, Bowers started really good. Uh, you know, Cole is doing good as well. He's pitching right now. Actually, I'm, I'm checking up on, on his uh, performance uh, as we're talking. I think uh, his. let me check. So, so far he's, so he's pitching against the, the Blue Jays three in a third inning, you know, five strikeouts, one earned run, three hits. It's like, he's, you know, one of the best pitchers right now. And I think overall as a product, baseball is looking really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the teams let's just get that out of the way as well. Like some of the teams are not doing good. Like the nationals have had some tough, tough times starting the season, partly because of COVID, partly because, uh, there had people missing, like so. It's like it. There, there are those teams as well. Like the Rockies are gonna have a tough season. The the Pirates are gonna be probably the worst team in the league. The 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 Tigers as well. Uh, the Oakland A's are probably the biggest disappointment right now, and yeah. the way they're starting their season. But some of that could be you know due to their schedule and playing against the red hot Astros. The first series, then playing against the 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 world. Uh, series champions, the Dodgers, and then playing the Astros again. So it's like that is also true for some of these teams. And uh, I think we're going to see, you know, the Rangers not being good this year. And, and that's, you know, that's okay. The the Marlins are probably not going to be that good, even though they had a great last year. So there's going to be a lot of, a lot of things to talk about, but um Yeah. How are you? I wanted to ask you this. I, I had this question put in my in my notes for today. How are you feeling about the second base rule for the extra innings? It's been used quite a lot in this past couple of weeks. So I wanted to get your take on it.
0: That one, for some reason, is one that a little bothers me. It just doesn't feel like baseball. It doesn't like I don't know. It it kind of feels just like they just want to go home. I don't know. Some parts of it are like I actually really liked the DH in the NL last year. I thought this is fantastic. This is encouraging hitting and home runs and doubles like everything that we like and in baseball now and that we're encouraging. And I understand that the the time thing. It just that one throws me off a little bit where it's like, I don't know. You, you'll find a way. It's really, it just seems a lot easier where you start with zero outs, man on second, you can bunt over to first base, get the guy over to third, sack fly, brings him in. It just seems really easy once you have it in that type of situation right there. So I, I understand the point of it and things like that. Do I love it? No. Do I hate it with a passion? No, but it's not my favorite. It, In terms of, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I'm there as well. It is interesting. I mean, if your team has benefited from it so far, you're probably not hating it. I mean, you might even love it um, because of that. But which the Red Sox have, uh, we I don't think we've lost an extra game, um, a game in extra innings this year. But I think. It doesn't really do anything, really. Like, you know, you said it like the team that goes first can bunt it, can score one, and then the other team can do the same thing sacrifice, fly, get to third, and then another one and get home, and that's it. So it's like, and we've had instances with like, well, it's the game still goes into the 11th, the 12th inning. Just like, it doesn't really speed up the game. So it's like, it, it, it's there like sure there's more runs uh good thing they're not counted like the first run like the the runner on second is not counted as a nerd run for the pitcher because that would have been really terrible um but like i don't hate it as you said and i think you put it well i don't hate it with a passion but i don't love it as well it might be you know maybe not put it right away it's like just let the 10th, 11th inning go as, as as planned and then introduce it into the 12th inning if the game is too, you know, getting yeah. too long. So it's like, it is it is very interesting to, to look at it because I, I think uh, the Twins have lost some of, I mean, I think most of their games in, in because of this rule. Uh, so it's like, I know Twins fans don't, don't like it right now. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, it, it is interesting to see how this is going to go. And, I mean, do we even yeah. want to talk about how we need DH to be universal and everywhere? It just feels like I, I don't I, – I know that, like, the pitchers have, like,
0: apparently started hitting really well this year for, for pitchers or whatever, but Compared- I, really don't, I really don't care. <laughs> um, it doesn't really help once you get a pitcher on base. Now you're just like, well, how do we get them out of there? Yeah. And then you know it's like, well, we can't pinch hit him because then we have to take him out. So I guess Zach Wheeler just stay out there for a little bit, grab your jacket. Johnny and just trot around the bases, will you, or whatever? It's I don't know. The it the pitchers hitting does not really is not something I'm a big fan of. I just miss like the DH, where it felt like, okay, the NL teams now have a DH, they still have that free swinging guy in their lineup which is should be encouraged in the first place and things like that i mean defense takes up a lot of skill time and it takes up a lot of effort and a lot of youth and knowledge to like succeed at it and so some people are just really good hitters and should just play DH. but you take out half the league when you can't have a player like that on that team so
1: yeah i mean like uh, let's talk about jd martinez for a second it's like He's like, J.D. is probably having the best year so far. You know, Acuna's having great season and some of the other guys are playing great, but J.D. is hitting out of his mind. But, like, if J.D. needs to play in the outfield, that's going to be a problem plus for the Red Sox. Because yeah. as much as I love J.D., he's just, you know, not built to play in the outfield. He's... He's not that fast, uh, and he's not that great of an outfielder. Now, he, can he play it? He can, but it's going to be a trouble for the Red Sox, so why put him there, you know, have a DH? Yeah. He's a professional hitter. That That's what he is, and he is, he is the best hitter in baseball. Uh, yeah. And, you know, talking about pitchers, why have I don't know like Trevor Bauer going like why would you need to see that like we don't like I don't want I love Bauer and I don't want to see that uh no yeah it it is fun for for and I'm sure some of the pitchers really enjoy and want to do that stuff and that's great but like it is it does not help speed up the game at all and it does not make it any more fun it makes it fun when you strike out, like, you know, you just don't know what you're doing at the plate. Like, yeah. but it's embarrassing. Uh, So yeah, I, I'm just, yeah. I do not like it. I would, I, I think, I mean, it is coming back next year The DH, just like that's good. But like, yeah. I guess we're going to have to survive this year without it. Uh, But yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot more to talk about uh, for sure. And as I said, we have a whole season in front of us, hopefully, Mm, which is why I think it's a good place to stop here, especially with the the recap, because I wanted to talk about, you know, what we have prepared for the last part of the podcast, which is something that we did last year right after the first week. I think it was – Are let's do four. I think we did last year four as well. Or yeah, four. You do four. I'll do four overreactions from the first almost two weeks of the season. And these overreactions do do not have to be analytically correct and all that kind of jazz. But we're just, you know, going off from what we've seen and I'll let you start here first because I know you've been waiting for this. Uh, probably have a lot of – yeah, you got one of those right last year. I mean, Beaver – Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you start us off? All right. I'm trying to think. I mean,
0: this year nothing has, like, stood out to me as brightly as the dad did last year where Stan was on a torrid stretch – Bieber was Bieber. So I would say, I'm just trying to think of something. I mean, all right. My hot take is that the Philadelphia Phillies was not so hot. The Philadelphia Phillies miss the playoffs for another year. So I think that they're not going to be able to get a wild card spot. I don't think that they're going to be able to play well together. And I think that everyone's just going to get older and they're never going to go to the playoffs for for a while. I'm I'm trying to think man yeah.
1: That's that's I, interesting, yeah. I
0: don't think that they're going to get the wild card spot. I think that Bryce Harper is going to have an okay year. JT Real 2 is gonna have an okay year. Boom is gonna have a good year. But I think that their uh pitching and their relief pitching is gonna be ranked as some of the worst in baseball
1: by the end of the year. Okay. That's I mean, that is a hot take given how they've started this year. So Yeah. I I like it. I like it. as as hot as it is, I like it. Um Okay, my first one, and you're not going to be surprised by it. I think that by the end of this year, by the end of this 2021 baseball season, Christian Vasquez is going to be regarded as the top three catcher in the entire league. Oh, boy. And hear me out. I already think he's top five. I... I am aware that people not might not share that. I think Vasquez for the past few years has been you know force on defense he's a really good defender um he's really good catcher, and he has fixed something that was wrong with him at the beginning of his career. He had trouble you know at at bats and 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 I think that's all gone last two years indicated that Uh, i think he had also a great uh 2017 but i mean 2019 he had 23 homers last year he had seven in that shortened season and this year he is hitting really really good ops over a thousand he has two homers three doubles 13 hits overall he is reliable at the plate. I mean, heck, he was supposed to be a DH tonight. Uh, so I think people are sleeping on Christian Vasquez and that by the end of this year, he's gonna be right there right there with JT Real Muto. So here's my here's my overreaction from the first okay. couple of weeks. Um yeah, I'm
0: not a big Vasquez fan, you know that. So, I don't know how likely top three is. But if he's continuing to hit the pace that he is, he will. So, all right. Uh, for my second one, let me see. I Where was I? I just had it. Uh, yeah. All right. I think hot take of the year. Oh boy. What, I'm scared uh, scared to, this is not to even, point. this is not even related to MLB, but lighter and Kumar rocker are going to be the first back to well, they're going to be one of the back-to-back starting pitchers taken in the draft. I can't even tell you which order, but those, those people they're going to be back to back. They're going to be selected back to back first and second.
1: Man. I I hope to not talk about how how sad I am because of that because you know Red Sox are fourth yeah fourth but lighter is I think like going into this season everyone was like okay there's no way anyone's going to be number 1 but Kumar rocker and I was having that opinion as well so I kind of I kind of, you know, forgot about him. I was like, I'm watching Vanderbilt baseball, but I'm not thinking about Kumar Rocker. I'm just looking at Leiter and hoping and thinking that he's going to fall down to us. He's going to fall down to fourth pick and then the Red Sox could easily select him as our future ace. However... He decided to go off and have <laughs> an unbelievable beginning of the season. And even though this is your overreaction, I'm talking mostly because I'm pretty passionate about and there's no way he's gonna fall down to fourth pick. There's just no way. And yeah. if he does, I'll be celebrating like we've won the World Series. I'm not kidding.
0: Yeah. So that's my second hot take. It's not. It's. I don't know how hot it is to be honest, because it, it's darn to look like that. It. It. I did not. I mean, it's pretty rare to get teammates, especially like same pitchers. I mean, it's hard to choose your number one ace for Vanderbilt when you have Lighter and Kumar Rocker back to back. I do not want to get stuck in a three game series with Vanderbilt. Let's just say, it, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, he. They're they're unbelievable. Um. Yeah, my next one is that Lucas Giolito is gonna win the Cy Young Award. Uh, whoa, I think,
0: whoa! I mean,
1: it's time. It is time for him to do that. He's had an unbelievable like story arc. Uh, if he was like the worst pitcher in the league three years ago, uh, I think right now he is top five, and he has had an Great start of the season. I am glad I drafted him in our fantasy league, uh, and you know, with White Sox being good and him uh, racking up those strikeouts and and outs and not allowing really a lot of a lot of hits and earned runs, I think he is destined to win a Cy Young Award uh, this year. All right, I mean.
0: I don't know. He plays in a league with Shane Bieber and a lot of other good pitchers. I mean, he played, but that he does have a shot. Um, there's no denying that Lucas Giolito has a real good shot at winning. All right. Let me think. What is a hot take that I can give you? Something that's really fresh, hot. All right. Um, this is my hot take. The Rays are going to grab a wild card spot. They're not going to be one of the top people, but they're going to have, they're barely going to slip in in the wild card race.
1: That's interesting. So, who is going to win the AL East? Don't tell me the Yankees.
0: Well, well, you know, uh, I love me some Bronx bombers. OK, I think that the Yankees, I, I, it's not so much how much faith I have in the Yankees. It's basically how little faith I have in the Rays right now. I don't I just don't see the Rays playing. I don't know. They, they play statistically. They play for but it just not not looking like a team that I would want to play in the World Series. Or even take into the postseason that's not the type of squad that i would want to be riding with i mean yeah okay i, mean, I think i'm gonna give my second pick i'm gonna do them back-to-back because i just thought of this i'm gonna forget it this is my
1: second one but
0: the winner of the nl wins the world series
1: okay yeah i think i, I think the second one is spot on um I don't think there is a team in the AL that can um, that can um, do that this year. And uh, along those lines, my two um, my two next ones and the last ones are, I don't know if you remember, but last year I predicted that the A's are going to win their division. Right? I think that was one of the only ones that I got right at the beginning. Yeah. Um, well, this year I'm predicting that they're not gonna make the playoffs. Okay. Um, I mean, my overview, I love the A's. I love Matt Olson. I love me some Chapman. I love their everything they do. I, I mean, Lozardo is 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 going to be awesome. And um, but I don't see him making the playoffs after this time. You know, after this start. And my second one back-to-back connected to their division is that the Astros are going to win the division and wait for it, the Astros are the best AL team right now and best chance to make the World Series. It's an interesting take. I think, I mean, I think they have a huge chip on their shoulder. I think that's only motivating them. Uh, Dusty Baker is doing a great job by taking all the shots for them. Uh, Even though I don't agree with anything he has said so far, I believe he is a great, uh, great manager. And he's dealing this awesome, you know, in the best way possible, but that's only fueling Bregman. That's only fueling Correa and and, and El Tuve and some of the other guys on the team. Their pitching is not nearly as bad as it was last year. Uh, I think they have some great stuff there. And, I mean, they've been looking really good. I mean, who can deny the, like, like their run differential right now? is among the best in the league really like they have plus 23 and are tied with the dodgers for the best run differential uh in the league right now so i think my overnight my biggest overreaction is that they're gonna make the world series uh do i want that to happen heck no i do not want to see him nowhere near the world series do i think it could happen yeah i do
0: I think that that's a very interesting take. I mean, you're looking at a a good AL, not a great AL. You're looking at a good AL. um, And the main main contenders in my mind right now are the White Sox. But the White Sox are still young, and they haven't had this postseason experience that the Astros have. So actually, I like that one. And with the A's missing the playoffs, I can see that right now as well. They just – they're missing pieces. And that's kind of A's for you. I don't know. I mean, that that's always been a, a an interesting franchise to have and to own and things like that. It's not a big-name franchise. So I think that that's a very interesting type of – all right, I, I, I don't know how I feel about the A's one, but I, I think I, I like that Astros one. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't feel good about any of those like especially yeah. the last two ones like the the first two I love like I love Christian Vasquez, I love Lucas Giolito but the last two predictions and like overreactions I do not feel good about them but mm-hmm. gotta be realistic I, I do think they're gonna be really good and and I don't see the the, the A's uh, doing much better um you know I, I'm sure they're gonna come to a respectable score like a record at the end of the year. I'm sure Chapman and Olsen are going to do what they do best and just hit a lot of homers and play great defense. Uh, but, you know, losing Simeon, losing some of the other guys on the team, their pitching is slowly getting worse. Uh, I think it's it's going to get worse before it gets better for the for the A's. And I'm I hope I'm wrong about this, but that's that's how it looks for me right now, or to me. And yeah. um, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes, I guess.
0: All right. I mean, I like it. I like that one a lot. So yeah. I, think, well, I, I think I like these overreactions, man. I think that these ones are gonna be interesting to look back on because I feel like I threw out a lot of random ones last time where it's like Stan is gonna win MVP. Beaver is gonna win Cy Young or whatever. Just blatant stance, like stances that I didn't even know. Like it was just adrenaline and things I was excited about. But these ones I feel pretty confident about. I don't know.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. And then I think the last thing we will mention for this episode and we'll we'll sign off is our fantasy league. Mm. We have ten teams this year. Uh, Ross and I, we're playing with some of our, our friends here in Macedonia. Um, and the first week is done. Uh, how are we feeling about our fantasy teams, Ross?
0: My pitching is not as deep as I wanted it to be. I have three Padres starters, but dinelson Lamet is on the bench. Scherzer's games seem to keep on getting postponed. And I got, I got several relief pitchers, but now the way our league's set up, it's not looking like uh, a relief pitcher thing. So I almost dropped everyone that's not a mid-reliever or a strictly closer.
1: Yeah, so, for, yeah, if the thing that we've set up, the, the, the way that we set up the league is that we are, well, we don't, you know, we didn't really took away anything from the pitching. We just added on defense. Uh, it is, a you know, scoring, uh, league where we're not doing categories this year. It is, uh, points based scoring and we've added points for infield or assist. That's it. Uh, so that, that plays a huge role as we've found out that, I mean, those second basement and shortstops are far more important than having, Uh, having a relief pitcher, Uh, I literally this morning had a trade where I I got Nick Madrigal from the White Sox, for, and I gave up Andres Jimenez uh, of the Indians and then Liam Hendricks. So it's like in any other league, I probably would not have done it, but because the way we're playing this year and valuing defense – uh, quite a bit. Yeah, it is. It is one of the one of those trades that I'll have to do uh to get better. But yeah, I'm enjoying this so far. I think I've well talking about pitching. I do have Degrom. I have Giolito. I have Lynn. Um, I have Plesac and Rodriguez, and and even I mean I'll say Urias and Stroman are pretty good. And then Kopac is as, as my lone reliever on the team right now, um, so I'm feeling pretty good about my pitching, man. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be an interesting
0: league, and me and you are matched up this week. And I got, I'm, I'm just even looking at my starters so far. Darvish is dealing like Darvish does, so
1: yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I snatched Yanoa or however. Is pronounced. i
0: saw that i was like i don't know how
1: to say his name either yeah well i'm i'm looking pretty good he's having like double the game the darvish is having right now so i'm I'm pretty feeling pretty good uh but yeah we'll 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 see we'll see how it goes we'll talk more and in bits about this for sure but i think this is good i think we've talked about an hour uh we didn't touch on everything of course but as as for a comeback episode episode i think this is good hopefully uh if you liked it if you listened to it you know leave a review subscribe whatever you want to uh leave us with because we would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on it and yeah hoping to do this regularly every week and, and talk about baseball talk about other stuff uh not just mlb so we'll see how it goes but until then you know stay safe uh follow the measures wherever you're at and just man watch baseball because it is fun it is fun 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 fun